Everybody, I've started this podcast on my own without Michael's permission or warning because I have a message for everybody. My name is John George. I'm the owner of the Gross Point Wolves Cunts, and guess what? I am the best team in this league now. I had, oh. I had a 1% chance to win. They said I couldn't do it. At one point, they said I couldn't do it. It was near impossible. 1% chance. I should just sit down. I should stop watching these games, but I didn't stop. I was driving home from Chicago. I turned on that radio, and I listened to Tyree Kill dominate, score 41 <laughs> points, and bring me back into this game. I won by less than one point, I know, but I am the best team in this league. <laughs> I can attest. He turned to me, and he said, I have 1% chance to win this game. That is all I need. I'm going to win. I know, believe in Tyreek Hill and Cooper Cup. Never doubted my two best players. Never doubted them. (laughs) For a second. I mean, on the running back front, I need some help. I do. But my wide receivers, they're going off. They're carrying my team. And that's all I have to say to start off this podcast. Michael, you got anything to say? Oh, man, you think your running backs were bad. I started two rookies. All right, no, I started a rookie and then Chris Carson, who played pretty much like a rookie. So my best running back right now is Adrian Peterson. And (laughs) I'm pretty sure they brought him to the game in a wheelchair. (laughs) He did come straight from the nursing home, I heard. (laughs) He pulled him out of the retirement home and said, hey, here's your helmet. You're playing football this week. Which way do I go? Which way do I go? Well, week one's over. I was hyped especially since i won even though the lions lost which i don't want to talk about they didn't just lose all right all right we won't talk about the lions yet this isn't a lions podcast we're not talking about the lions at all we're talking about fantasy football all right and in your fantasy world the lions win the super bowl every year yep exactly right they're going for 10 in a row this year (laughs) oh man (laughs) All right, so we're just gonna we're gonna start off by recapping the week this week in the Rice Dynasty League. Um, what are those? Uh, what are those three three uh, categories we're gonna go over, Michael? Remind me and our audience. Um, we have the greatest upset of the week. We also have worst performance of the week, and the fluke of the week. So I want to start out. We already kind of talked, you addressed the biggest upset of the week was you, I believe, turning the tides. Big upset. Um, In in general, that that was a big comeback, but I don't know if it was an upset from the start of the week. So I have to go with the team that I ranked last in the league in terms of power rankings. Going against the team I ranked second in power rankings, Alex George. I am so sorry I doubted you. Your team, which I still believe is terrible, you got a win in week one, and I am just, I couldn't believe it. Uh, I'm going with the same exact game. I think it's obvious. 
Um, we both. I also had Alex last, and I had Adante second as well. And uh, Alex won somehow. He. I do, I don't know how he knew Kenny Stills was going to be amazing. I, d- I don't know how he knew that uh, that Ryan Fitzpatrick would would absolutely go off and uh, help the Buccaneers score forty eight points. Uh, Mike Evans, a, a huge part of that win. And even Mitch Trubisky in the first half looked like a pretty good quarterback out there. I was like, what does Alex know that we don't? He Apparently he knows so much about football, and that's why he had to play Trubisky. <laughs> yeah, he has an inside man. And Jake Butt, he even had 29 yards. I, I expected him to do nothing. <laughs> this guy came uh, out. He yeah. did some things, all right? Uh, but even Isaiah Crowell... Uh, on the Browns, he was he was a nobody. On the Jets, apparently he's a somebody. He, they did face a Detroit team that seemed like they were not uh, playing to their best abilities, but oh. he, he looked he looked fast. Yeah. So, congratulations, uh, Alex. Yeah. And Upset I'm of the tra- week. I'm also tra- fluke of the week. I'm gonna transition. Yeah. It's also my fluke of the week as well. Um, you're, you're not gonna get many wins. Yeah, Alex. Alex had had a nice little lucky week. I don't expect Ryan Fitzpatrick to go off like that every single week. Uh, so Mike Evans, I don't know. I'm, this might be Mike Evans' highest scoring week. Uh, Kenny Stills definitely could be his high score highest scoring week. Um, yes. So everything was just clicking right for Alex this week, honestly. And Andrew Wells, Andrew Wells' team, also with the fluke of the week. I I believe. I think it's a two way tie. Oh, I don't think Andrew Wells was, was as fluky, actually. I think John, was, he didn't start the flex. <laughs> I know, but his team, his team is actually, the rest of his players are pretty good. So I don't think it's as fluky. Okay. Um, but yeah, Alex, definitely fluke and upset of the week for both of us. Uh, last point. Alex. Yes, most disappointing performance of the week. I think this one... We might have different picks for this one. You go ahead. Uh, you go first. I went first on the last one, so you go first. Okay. I'm picking the team that I placed as um, or as the fluke, one of my flukes of the week with with Andrew Wells beating uh, Quinn Soft Dick. I don't think that was the disappointing performance of the week. I was most disappointed in Milford. Ooh. The Bird Lovers, Max, I, uh, I really expected more out of you. Um, bold move starting a wide receiver that isn't going to play with Doug Baldwin. Um, really bold. I was shocked. Um, but I had you number three in my power rankings, and you're really disappointed. I thought you might be able to upset the great Brentopolis, but you, you weren't even close. So, uh, disappointing performance of the week. Hey, hey I, I'm, I'm disappointed that he lost. But I, I honestly, if you're going to get it out, it's one game. If you're going to get out some poor coaching decisions, you might as well do it against Chris, who who's going to be one of the best teams in this league, um, and you might might get a loss anyways. He had some very bad coaching decisions, but I think he's learned a lot more about his team today. Um, he can, he's got Doug Baldwin is, of course, injured now, but he has Tyler Lockett, who will probably be the new number one in Seattle, so that's, that's really good. Um, yeah. And uh, 
as far as I didn't expect Max to win this anyway, um, but he obviously could have with all these points on his bench. Uh, he's gonna, but it's it's like it's it's a good problem to have when you just have all these people on your bench that went off, and you're like, okay, who do I start now? Um, and maybe who do I trade now as well? Uh, get those yeah, trades going. Uh, but my disappointment of the week is Quinn, um, as you mentioned before. Uh, yeah, Quinn, mainly because Matthew Stafford's his quarterback, um, and that just reminds me of disappointment. Oh, man. Makes me really sad. <laughs> but um, it makes me so happy to hear you say that. Yeah. Uh, God, and Quinn still has, like, four <laughs> quarterbacks, by the way. <laughs> Five quarterbacks. Um, and he started Matthew Stafford. I, I also would have started Stafford, but uh, he clearly wasn't the best choice this week. Apparently, that was well, uh, that week, honestly actually, that might have that might have been his worst game of his career. There was a, there was a game against Arizona that he did poorly against, but this is arguably one of his worst games ever. I would probably agree with that. I mean, the guy got outplayed by a rookie quarterback who threw a, a pick six on his first play. Yeah. Uh, don't remind me that there was one oh happy part of that game. What's that guy's name? Oh, it's know. Sam Darnold. I'm a, I gotta say, I'm also disappointed in your team, Michael. I thought they would uh, put up a bigger fight, you know? Oh, see, I made I made the Lions comments, and now all of a sudden it's coming back on me. <laughs> no, my team did not. I, You know, I'm, I'm going to say this. I was proud of my team. We scored 110 this week, which isn't great. But if you look at uh, how my team bounced back, Aaron Rodgers, I know he did it for me. <laughs> what a comeback. We, um, and, you know, even though we did not put up the points I wanted to, collectively as a team, besides my quarterback, we scored two touchdowns and put up 110 points. I'm proud of my team. <laughs> I support my team. We're going to keep fighting. Uh. Aaron Rodgers got lucky. Aaron Rodgers was high on drugs, and he cheated. He still won. All right, dude. I think it's time for our weekly power rankings. I should get, like, a soundboard so I can play, like, sounds like, do-do-do-do-do-do's power rankings. Wow, that was pretty good. Thank you. Power rankings week two. All right. Okay. Start us off, Michael. Number 10, who you got? Number 10, I have a team that... You know, it was extremely disappointing to me. And I, I had them much higher last week. I had them at seven last week. Quinn soft dick. Ooh. Man, there is absolutely no blood flowing into that dick right now. <laughs> I, I don't know where he's going to go. I think he's headed for the toilet bowl. No doubt in my mind. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> he's headed to the toilet bowl, you know. Uh, I, also have, I also have Quinn at number 10. Um, yeah. Just seeing him this week makes me realize this guy he just he doesn't have as many weapons as I thought he did before. I had him pretty high too last week. I feel like higher than I should have. Absolutely. Okay. Um, on to number nine. I actually have a team that won this week. Um, I have Alex, oh. who I still believe has a terrible team, but he somehow pulled off a victory this week. Congratulations. Your team's still awful. You're still going to the toilet bowl. Yikes. 
I agree. We both gave this guy fluke of the week. I'm also giving him number nine in my power rankings. Uh, until this consistent, I don't know. If this consistent, if this consistently happens every single week, then I guess I'll change my mind. Um, but for now, this was a fluky week for you, and you're you're still you're still gonna have a poor season, Alex. I'm sorry. Yeah, I, you know, it's just I, I can't justify Mitch Trubisky at quarterback. Okay. At um, number seven, I have Adante still. Um, yes, Julio Jones and Todd Gurley are extremely powerful weapons, but your tight end situation looks bad. Marshawn Lynch is not going to score every week. And, uh, you know, Devontae Freeman, I mean, he was not great. He got six carries. You're not going to have a good running back with six carries. Chris Hogan, I think, is past his prime. Tom Brady has much better weapons, including a guy I might talk about a little later. Um, yeah, your team's terrible. Oh, team is terrible. I don't have a Dante there. And that's pretty big. You had a Dante number two, right? I did. That is the biggest fall of the week. Wow. Huge fall. I don't have a Dante at number, what are we on, eight? Eight. Yes. I have you. Oh no, Michael no. Carey. <laughs> um, this Le'Veon situation is hurting you. It's hurting. It's, you. it's hurting you bad. Two hours ago, from Roto Baller, the headline has nothing has changed with Le'Veon Bell. That's not good. That's not good. It's really not good. No, he he doesn't like the Steelers right now. He doesn't like playing right now. It's. That situ- that whole situation is, it's it's excuse my language, but it's fucked. It's absolutely fucked over there for the Steelers, for Le'Veon. It's a bad situation. The Steelers are being they're acting like four year olds. All of them are. Well, Le'Veon's acting smart. This is a smart thing to do for Le'Veon, but the Steelers are acting like four year olds. There's no doubt about that. Yep. Yeah, I mean, I, I agree. I have myself at seven. Um, I, I think I'm quite trash right now without Le'Veon. If he comes back and does what he should do, I mean, then I'm looking at 20 extra points this week, and I'm up as one of the leading scorers. Mm. You know, if I put Le'Veon in for, say, this guy, Carrion Johnson in Detroit. What about Cohen? That guy sucks, too. Uh, he's going to be fine. I, I like Cohen. But anyway, yeah. Okay, but hypothetically, if I put Carrion Johnson and switch his 5.7 points out for Le'Veon, let's say he gets 25, then I'm at one of the top spots in the league. But yeah, I agree with you. Right now, I'm not looking good, and if this Le'Veon thing doesn't turn around, I'll probably head for the toilet bowl. Yeah. So hopefully we can get, get these things turned around. That first first round pick coming back to bite you. Yeah. But Ezekiel Elliott's not looking that great either. So, anyway, you're number seven. My number seven is uh, even despite a good week, I have Andrew at number seven. Oh, Twiggy McSexy down to still at seven. And for one huge reason, he's not going to ever sub out Jarek McKinnon. I have <laughs> sources. My sources are telling me that he is keeping Jarek McKinnon in for the season. He's coming back. Yeah, I don't know if he's coming back, but uh, Andrew somehow managed to win without him, so maybe he'll surprise me get get a couple more wins here this season, uh, because the rest of his team did look pretty good. Philip Rivers, let's talk about that guy over 400 oh, yards. I'm not even surprised. This guy is good. Oh yeah. <sighs> so 
Andrew Wells, number seven for you. Yeah. And number six, I have um, another pretty big fall. He was number three in my power and breakings. Um, the Milford Bird Lovers. Oh. Listen, uh, you know, you've got a lot of talent on this team. Uh, Larry Fitzgerald, he's still pretty good. Um, that might be your worst weapon. And I think Jimmy Graham's going to score more points than one. I think if Rodgers doesn't get hurt, that's a different story. But I'm looking at the bench here. There's not much to sub out if uh, you need to. He does have Deshaun Jackson on his bench. Now, Deshaun Jackson's not going to get two touchdowns every week. But, I mean, the Kareem Hunt situation, that doesn't look good. And uh, Russell Wilson, he had a pretty good game. Not great, not bad, but... Overall, I think the team is headed uh, headed down. I'm surprised you uh, didn't give uh, some props to Randall Cobb, you Green Bay boy. Yeah, uh, we'll see. Randall Cobb's not going to do that every week. Okay. Well, maybe if Aaron Rodgers does that every week, he will. Maybe. Uh, but maybe if Case Keenum does that every week, Emmanuel Sanders will also go off every week. My quarterback, Case Keenum. Uh, so you're number six? No, I'm Max. I have or Max. Oh. Or he changed his name. He's no longer Max. He is letting us know that he's 69's birds. Um, yeah, I, I <laughs> high 69 birds. Um, yeah, he's also my number six. I agree with you. Uh, but he has some options. He's he's just like his team's like an old folks home. He's like I'm surprised <laughs> he doesn't have Adrian Peterson. Oh no, I saved him for myself. <laughs> yeah, but uh, he's just gonna like. And that's the issue with Max, too, is he's going to have to make, like, coaching decisions based off, like, basically just random randomness because these players are just going to go off some weeks and not do anything other weeks, and he's not going to be able to tell, uh, yeah. which kind of sucks. Um, but I do I do like Tyler Lockett now that Doug Baldwin's out. Um, let's yeah. see. I still, so I still have him making the playoffs. Okay. Yep. He is. Uh, he's also my first team in the playoffs. Number five. Um, I have the surprise of the league. I think so. With week one was Twiggy McSexy, which I think Andrew can actually repeat that performance. I um, I was really low on this team, and yes, he is not going to start a flex for the entire year. But I, I really think there's a chance he could uh, stay keep himself out of the toilet bowl which I never thought I would say. Um, yeah. That's, that's I, sad for for the people you have ranked below him. That it, he, it's really tough, for myself included, because I rank myself below Andrew. Yep. <sighs> he can start seven of eight players every week and still be better than five teams, I guess. Uh, at this point, I think so. I do like his players a lot. And Saquon Barkley, the hype train is here. Um, the hype is real. Yeah. And apparently, yeah. Apparently the Chargers offense, Philip Rivers has had enough. He's he's starting to just he threw fifty one passes. They're like yeah. they're like, let's not run it. Let's just give it to Philip. Uh, my number five is um Mr. Dante. You had him a little bit lower. Yeah. Yeah, I did. I do okay. I, yeah. Um I like Adante's team still. Um I think Travis Kelsey is had a very poor week. He really did. Uh, I like Kelsey a lot. I still think he's like top five tight end in the league for sure, and he's going to perform better than that, um, especially this Kansas City offense with Patty Mahomes. It ain't slowing down, and it, it's not slowing down anytime soon, clearly. Um, 
and Marshawn Lynch, I think he's still scoring touchdowns, even though he's, um, you mentioned you didn't like this pick. Uh, he's still scoring touchdowns. Um, and John Gruden clearly likes him. I can tell from that first week matchup. Okay. We'll see. We'll yeah. see. We will see. All number right. Um, four. Number four. Um, I've got Tom Myring, the team that defeated me last week. Now, Tom has a very good team um, top to bottom, especially with uh, his Joe Mixon pick, which I didn't like, but it seems that uh, with 17 carries that the Bengals are really going to use him a lot. Um, Michael Thomas. Man, Drew Brees likes him. Oh, yeah. And like you mentioned right before the podcast, his Houston players had kind of off weeks, yet um, they he still put up a lot of points. So we'll see what happens with Deshaun Watson. I'm not sold on him yet, but DeAndre Hopkins is going to do is going to have a lot of weeks better than uh, 78 yards receiving. So we'll see. Um, it's a pretty good week with him without scoring that many touchdowns. Yep, I like Tom's team a lot. Now I'm gonna I'm gonna preface my top four here and saying like basically these four teams are pretty interchangeable. I really like all these rosters. Um, but number four, uh, see, it was so hard for me to do this one, this part. Number four, I'm gonna go with uh, the second highest scoring team uh, this past week. It's always rebuilding. I beat him by less than one point. Ooh. And now I'm giving him number four. Uh, Alvin Kamara. This guy is, he's apparently uh, very good. Drew Brees not only likes Michael Thomas, but he also likes to throw to Mr. Kamara. He he had most of those points being a receiver. He had 112 yards receiving. That's ridiculous. That's a lot. Yeah, and Anthony easily would have beat me if he would have been starting Mr. Patty Mahomes instead of Jimmy Garoppolo. Um, so this team is looking really good. We were talking about this beforehand. James Conner, fantastic pickup as long as he's starting. But yep. if once I, – I do think Le'Veon Bill is eventually going to come back. And once he does, uh, Anthony's going to have a big hole in his team right there, which kind of sucks. Yep. Yeah, um, I agree. So that's why I have him at number four, um, even though okay. it's a very tough choice. His team looks fantastic. Okay, and uh, number three – I have you. Um, yeah, that, that means I have you below the team you just beat. Wow. Uh, but I like your team. Um, don't like Case Keenum right now, but Carson Wentz, once he comes back, your team is going to score a lot. Um, I would say the only weakness in your team right now is probably your second flex and your, um, your, uh, running, your second running back's position too. Yeah. Um, Royce Freeman will easily get replaced, though, once Mark Ingram comes back. And then I could see a very big week, uh, big weeks ahead for you. So, Why is Royce Freeman getting replaced when Mark Ingram comes back? He's on New Orleans. I'm saying oh, on my team. Play okay. Mark Ingram. Yeah, back. I got you now. Okay. I forgot I had Mark Ingram. I missed him this week. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I think you're going to have uh, some pretty. Pretty good player, pretty good teams, uh, pretty good weeks ahead of you. Yeah. But I don't think uh, I don't think Tyreek Hill is going to score 41 every week. Just letting you know. Come on, dude. Um, he might not, but Cooper Cup or ODB, they'll they'll switch off with him. Okay. 
Um, it's my... Alright, what are we on? Three? Three. It's my number three. I have um, Mr. Tom Myring, who you had at number four. Okay. Um, I like Tom's team a lot. I think Dion Lewis... Uh, he's here. He's here in Tennessee. He looked really, he looked really good. Not only running, but, but catching the ball. Um, Adam Thielen also, also looked good. And Kirk looks great in Minnesota. You love Kirk. He looks oh, he great in Minnesota does. so this far. He's really good looking. Very handsome man. <laughs> oh yeah. Um, and I agree with the Michael Thomas. And like you said, his Houston players are facing New England. Deshaun Watson, he was having a rough day, and uh, even today, on I was watching the herd for the first time in a while. They were talking Ooh. about they were talking about how uh, Bill Belichick tears apart rookies and young players. I I think that Deshaun Watson's going to bounce back um, after facing New England. Uh, Bill Belichick loves to tear apart people like that, but if he if they don't have Deshaun Watson, Andrew Luck had a had a pretty good game back, even though they lost. Yeah, absolutely. But also, uh, Tom has Kenny Galladay on his bench. Uh, I love Kenny Galladay. Kenny Galladay, it's really hard to catch the ball when your quarterback's throwing it to the other team half the time. <laughs> and he oh, won't be. Okay. He got the bad game out of it. All right. All right. Number yeah. two. Okay. Number two. Um, I have the team you beat, Anthony George. Um, I'm. Really surprised to say this, but I think your brother's got a very good team, kind of like you were just talking about. I love what Alvin Kamara did. Um, Leonard Fournette barely played, and uh, I think that's going to be a huge upside. I like Jack Doyle, and like you said, as long as James Conner's playing, this team is going to be really hard to beat because he essentially has three top ten running backs in his starting lineup. Uh, Once Le'Veon Bell comes back, He's going to take a hit because his bench is not that strong. Um, and then then he'll probably move down in my rankings. But for right now, this week, if Bell's not back, he is going to be really hard to beat, especially when he puts Patrick Mahomes in the starting lineup. What a week for Patty Mahomes. Patrick. So that's my uh, number two. Okay. My number two is myself. Go go team. Um oh. <laughs> Uh, my team is fantastic. I, I don't mean to brag, but they're fantastic. Um, my wide receivers are are great, and I, I have a bit of a wide receiver problem. If anyone wants one of my wide receivers, Robbie Anderson, Mike Williams, just come on over to me. Um, I do need a running back because Royce Freeman, apparently there's some Lindsay guy who's like sharing these carries with Royce Freeman, and it's I don't, I don't get what's happening over there. Um, but... Yeah, I, I do need another running back, and I don't like my tight end situation that much. Hopefully, Zach Ertz starts uh, performing a little better. Uh, but I really like my team, and I like—I uh, think it's only going to get better once Mark Ingram comes back, once Carson Wentz comes back. I mean, these are going to be my uh, bad weeks, and I'm already winning. It doesn't even matter. Yeah, yeah I mean, like you said, yeah, Carson Wentz back is going to really help you. Major upgrade over Case Keenum. But uh, for right now, I don't have you that high. So yeah. we'll see you in the future. Hey, I you mean, had me. You had me. We had. We were pretty close. I was number two. I was on my number four on yours. Like not too big of a difference. You're still pretty good. You're still uh, in that top four of what I consider legitimate contenders for this league right now. Yeah. I mean, I, I guess it is a. It is a pretty big difference because number two gets a bye week in the playoffs. Exactly. 
But, um, yes, I do think right now you're in very good position with this league. Um, I still think if my team gets Bell back, I'm a legitimate contender for this league. But we'll see. Um, at number one, holding strong, still believe is the um, undisputed best uh, team in the league, and that's Chris Brenton. Um, the one position I thought he was going to be kind of weak in was his tight end. And Jordan Reed, turns out, he's still pretty good. Um, Alex Smith loves Jordan Reed. So, yeah, Chris Brenton, overall, nothing stands out as insane for me this week. I mean, Drew Brees, yeah, he had a really good game, but none of his players went off. and But they're all scoring like 12 or 13 or 15 points, which is uh, really good. And I think Robert Woods is going to – I mean, he was only he only caught three of his nine targets, and if he catches two or three more, then he's looking at 12 or 13 points too. So, Chris Brenton, you didn't even play Tom Brady, and you had a great week. So, yeah, yeah. you uh, you also have T.J. Yeldon on your bench, um, and you have some guy out of the Chargers who you decided to draft to had 21 on your bench. <laughs> yeah. I mean, what what is your secret, man? Like everything on <laughs> your bench had like. 15 points i was just about to say that your team's ridiculous so um yes you're holding it number one and it pains me to have to say that like you literally like you could just like scroll down chris's team and almost everyone is like in double double digit points it's like well no most of them would start for me yeah it's it's pretty crazy so chris is also everyone yeah like you said no one went off everyone just had like consistent it's probably the only team you can just see like consistent over 10 points from everybody on his team which is a very good sign yeah Uh, so and uh, do we want to explain chris's uh name change or just leave it a mystery oh um oh man i really (laughs) don't want that to be as public okay so i'll explain um chris um decided to visit me this weekend as did john and andrew and um i was trying to tell him where to go and he jokingly texted me that he was in indy um where i used to live and he says where should we meet you uh we want to go to scotty's so i said oh i was gonna type hinkle but i accidentally typed hi joe hi joe again because it was autocorrecting from hinkle and I had had a few beers at this point. Thanks, John. And then um, I typed Jesus. So his team is now called Hi Joe, Hi Joe, Hinkle, Jesus. <laughs> a great, great inside team. joke. A great yes. team name for, for so Brent. Now you guys on the side of the joke, too. Yeah. Um, Chris, you, st- you still got the best best team in this league. Uh, Power Rankings recap of week one. Sh- should we move on to week number two? Is it yeah. time? I think it's I think it's that time. Let's preview some of these matchups. All right, let's let's do it. I think we got some really good matchups this week. It's gonna separate uh, the the real contenders from the pretenders this week. I agree. I think we're gonna see some teams bounce back into the race, and we're gonna see some teams be really behind and be looking towards that toilet bowl. Oh yeah. So. Um. I'm looking at the first matchup on my list is Anthony versus NC Hammers. And I got to tell you, I know NC Hammers are projected to win, but I'm going to go with Anthony's team on this week. Um, I really think 
putting Patrick Mahomes back in the lineup. I think Leonard Fournette's going to play. Um, Kansas City secondary is good, not great. So I think Juju Smith-Schuster is still pretty good. And as long as James Conner's playing, like I said, he's got three of the top ten backs. He's going to win. Yeah, uh, and they have this projected very close. I think this is my game of the week, Anthony versus NC Hammers. This is the week NC Hammers needs to bounce back. Uh, I continue to have him high in my power rankings. I hope he can prove me uh, right here, but Anthony's team looks a bit too good right now uh, with James Conner and his his Pittsburgh boys. And Kansas City, they let up some points against uh, that L.A. Chargers offense last week, so... I uh, expect Connor and Schuster to have good weeks again. And Alvin Kamara, he's facing the Cleveland Browns. So, Ooh, good defense. Yeah, they are a good defense, but they are the Cleveland Browns. Um, and that's at home as well. At home as well. So Cleveland mm-hmm. doesn't have their hardcore dog pound there. To the dog pound is not going to be there. Come on, Cleveland fans, get out there. <laughs> get down to New Orleans. We need this. We need this. They're, they're undefeated. They have yet to lose a game best start since 2004 oh yeah uh but as far as like adante's got like some his ram boys got a good matchup against arizona but his atlanta boys do not have a good matchup against the carolina panthers um they they carolina held held that dallas cowboy offense to like 10 or something eight eight that's pretty good um (laughs) i don't like that matchup i think anthony takes this Anthony, okay, two upsets. Um, you versus Milford. Um, I think you're going to win this game going away. I don't like the Milford matchup this week. Um, or the I-69 Birds, as the new team name is. Um, whether Russell Wilson's going to play Chicago, I don't think that's going to go well. Like Doug Baldwin's still in the lineup at this point, and if you don't switch that out, you're definitely not going to win. Um, but overall, I like your matchup. I mean, Robbie Anderson is going to tear up Miami with uh, my boy Sam Darnold. So, Super Cup, Arizona doesn't have a great secondary. Odell is going to tear up Dallas. Yeah, this is going to be pretty one-sided. Can't wait. I'm so excited to to beat Max the weekend he comes here to Indianapolis. I'm going to spit in his face. I mean, we'll have to see who he starts. Uh, for me to really make a decision yeah. here, but uh, I do, I do like my team this week and the matchups we have. Um, yeah, nice. Hopefully, Carson, uh, Carson Wentz, we get some news. The return time's still hazy. That's the latest news, but uh, he hasn't been ruled out for this week yet. So okay, okay, potential, potential. Okay, um, now I'm gonna move to. What is going to be a very big matchup between High Joe, High Joe, Hinkle, Jesus, and the Wet Ones? Um, I'm going to go with Tom this week to ups the best team in the league. Wow. I just I like his matchups overall. Joe Mixon I don't like because I think Baltimore is a juggernaut. I don't think Kenyon Drake's going to do much, but look for DeAndre Hopkins. Um, Adam Thielen I think is going to have a big week, and it pains me to say that because he's playing Green Bay. And I think Deshaun Watson's going to have a huge week, too. And I don't like Chris's matchup. Duke Johnson playing the Rams. That's a really good line. Um, let's see. A.J. Green is not going to do much. T.Y. Hilton's going to be going up against Josh um, Oh, Josh Norman. And, uh, yeah, overall, I just think I'm going to give the edge to Team Tom on this one. Uh, I, 
I, I have to agree with you. I don't like like the I don't like most of their players' matchups, um, except Tom's Houston boys. This week, I'm predicting return of the Houston boys. Um, they're facing the Tennessee Titans, and I I think Deshaun Watson's going to make a statement, and he's going to say that was just the Patriots guys. I'm wow, you're going for the upset pick too. Yeah, I actually oh, am. Very original. Very original. Okay. Uh, I am going to go with our – okay, we have two matchups left. Um, Alex versus Quinsoft Dick, my two worst teams in the league. Um, this is the preview of the Toilet Bowl in my opinion. Um, I think – the two worst teams according to me. So battle of the worst teams. Yep. Um, battle of the worst teams. I'm going to go with Quinsoft Dick coming back. I had them pretty high week one. I still don't like Nelson Aguilar starting, but, I mean, whatever. Um, I think LaShawn McCoy will bounce back, and I think they'll win. Um, this is a tough one. Uh, geez, they have the sleeper has Quinn right now, 75% chance of winning. They really like Quinn. Um, I'm, I'm going to say that Alex goes to 2-0. and How's oh my gosh. <laughs> That's a huge upset. Three upsets in a upsets. row. Oh, yeah. Um, I think JJ is going to have a great week again. Tampa Bay, even though Brian Fitzpatrick went off, they their defense still let up 40 points. I think JJ has a nice little day once again. Um, Ezekiel Elliott versus Giants. I, I think Zeke, he's like the only part of the Dallas offense that is that has that seemed good last week. I think he has another good week. Um, and I, you don't like Mitch still? I, I do like Mitch based off that first half last week. So we'll we'll see how he does against Seattle. But yeah. Seattle lost a lot of weapons on defense last this past season. So yeah, they did. Yeah, they did. So okay, um, we uh, we disagree there. Um, my the last matchup. You myself versus Andrew Wells. This is my uh, game of the week. This is make or break for my team. If I can't beat a guy who's starting eight out of the nine spots, I do not deserve to be here. Okay. Uh, again, my running back situation is really tough. If Bell comes back, I will win this week going away. If he doesn't, it's going to be very close. Um, I think Rodgers is going to play, and but we play Minnesota, which is going to be really tough to put up a lot of points, especially when he's hurt. Uh, but I think it's going to be the revenge of Aaron Rodgers. I might be starting two Green Bay receivers this week. We'll see. Um, but yeah, I think I think we're going to pull it out. Minnesota's got a pretty good defense. If anyone's that's that's my NFL game of the week is Green Bay versus Minnesota. That's going to be a good one. Yeah. Um, whew, as far as this one goes, I would be so sad if Andrew went two and zero, right? And he's not starting somebody, but he might just do it. Oh no! <laughs> he might just do it because the Los Angeles Chargers facing the Chiefs last week, and they went off specifically Keenan Allen and Philip Rivers, and now they're facing the Buffalo Bills. In my uh, opinion, the worst team in this NFL. Uh, I, I don't like that for you, Michael. I really don't like that for you. And uh, I expect Josh Gordon to do a little better too. New Orleans defense isn't too good. And I definitely don't expect Le'Veon Bell to come back this week. He was removed from the week two depth chart. I don't. Pittsburgh's going to continue being little babies about this. 
Alright. So Andrew, two and zero. I have no. Andrew and Alex going two and zero. Two teams I had at the bottom of the power rankings. Wow, this is a shocking year for the Lions <laughs> dynasty. Big time. Is there? Is this the end of our podcast? Um, I just want to say I want to say one thing. Uh, okay. All season, all, all summer, all I've heard about is how. There is one man who's going to step in and transform an organization that has been mediocre at best over the years. But this man is a defensive genius, and he will transform them into a juggernaut, nothing short of what is happening in Foxborough. I'm here to tell you the Detroit Lions are the epitome of mediocrity. They are an embarrassment. My boy Sam Darnold went on the road last night and dropped 48 in Detroit. And this guy's a rookie. First game, he dropped 48. He dropped like half of that. His defense helped him out a lot. And Matthew Stafford helped him out a lot. Yeah, the Jets are terrible. I still think they're one of the worst teams in the league. Detroit's worse. They are going to finish last in the division. It's Stafford. Stafford's still just okay. All right, I want to tell That's everybody... All I I want to tell everybody something I told Michael last night. Two years ago, prime time, the Patriots <laughs> blown out by the Kansas City Chiefs. It, everyone was talking crap. They were like, the Patriots are done. This is the year Tom Brady's finally over. It's it's over for the Patriots. And they said, nope, we're winning the Super Bowl. And they did it. They won the Super Bowl. It didn't matter. Week one didn't matter anymore. No one even remembers week one. They're like, <laughs> apparently you do. No one even remembers the Chiefs. They're like, who are the Chiefs? I, is this still an NFL team? I mean, that's that's what everyone's going to be saying about the Jets. <laughs> come come the Super Bowl. They're going to be like, who are the Jets? Uh, okay. But, <laughs> yeah. Uh, overall, oh. overall, as a Lions fan, that is the worst game I've ever witnessed as a Lions fan. But uh, I'm I'm not as reacting Still as large. Believes. I'm not reacting as I don't believe, but I'm not reacting as largely as everybody else I'm seeing react to this. Basically, just saying to fire Patricia right now. It's only been one game. I'm um, gonna say fire him right now. You need to move on. <laughs> that would be insane. Do you think any like in the history of the NFL after like one game of someone coaching, like a team has just been like, you're out of here, you're fired? Clearly, I haven't been an NFL GM because I would, <laughs> I would fire him. I would fire. He would have been gone at halftime. Wow. I'm not. I'm kidding. He would have been gone after the game. He would have been he gone literally after would the have first quarter. The we would have asked for his key on the way out. Oh yeah. See, please give me your key. I, I don't even blame Patricia too much. I think that was Matthew Stafford's worst game of his career. And uh, Matthew Stafford set up the Jets for a lot of those points. Um, That's pretty bad passes. I don't know. Uh, Sam Darnold, undefeated as a starter in the NFL. Yeah, pretty good. He scored his first pass was a touchdown. That was pretty impressive. Yeah, he had three touchdowns last night. <laughs> Incredible. One was to the wrong team, but he he just forgot. He thought he was still on USC. Yeah, and the Lions uniforms look exactly like USC. So yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, you get it. Uh, well, that's it for week week ones in the books. 
I can't wait for week number two. Uh, I can't wait for who are the Lions playing this week because they're going to win. Jimmy Garoppolo, psh, way too easy. He, they play the Niners this week? Yeah. Ooh, that is a challenge of two of the worst teams in the NFL. Oh, wow. Matt Patricia knows Jimmy Garoppolo like the back of his hand, though. He became big friends with him when he was back on the Patriots, and he knows way too much about him now. That's right. Sam Darnold was really hard to figure out, so hopefully <laughs> Jimmy G will be better luck. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, thank you guys for listening, uh, and good luck to all your teams. <laughs>